0: lessons planned for me because she's not that fancy she's a professor forever professor forever hello
1: welcome to professor forever i am the professor forever there are few people in the world who I love more than my nephew, Matt. It's not just the case of being related. It's a case of being similar in mind thought, especially in terms of comedy. I do notice, however, that that seems to be changing a little bit as he goes through his middle age but I know deep down inside that Matt and I still have the same comedic taste. I, of course, was introduced to him when he was born to my sister, but shortly after he was born, her family moved away. She and her husband, Fred, And her three children, Matt is the youngest, moved away. I am going to say a little bit about Fred in this episode, too. But it's mostly about Matt. When I returned home because of a disastrous breakup in my 20s, Matt and his family had returned to my hometown, too. So he was pretty young, and we started hanging out a lot. I had a job as a reporter and sports writer for a local weekly paper. And Matt started hanging out with me when I would go cover my beat. He even came with me to city council meetings. Which the mayor of the town that I was covering just thought was the cutest thing And I did too I couldn't believe that a 13-year-old boy was interested in sitting Through the boring protocols and notes and disagreements of a city council board But he did And he was very helpful when I would go cover sports events, especially high school basketball. I was also charged with taking photographs during high school sports events. So Matt would keep statistics for me and make notes for me so that I had a little more color than just statistics while I would sit under the hoop. And get some shots That was a fun job Matt Fell For a girl On The primary schools Not primary school But the primary City High school basketball Team that I covered (laughs) I just don't want to give it away So I'm making it very complex instead of simple. But anyway, so there was one team that was the primary team that I covered for this particular paper, and Matt fell in love, puppy love, with one of the players on the team. Now, Matt was a very tall and large individual when he was young, and he looked a lot older than he was. So... I kind of allowed him to pretend that he was older than he was and allowed him to kind of flirt with this person who also flirted back. I myself had had experience pretending to be people that I was not. So I guess I just allowed Matt to do the same, even though mine ended up in... Well not the best results I will say I'm sure that'll be an episode down the line The great Cyrano de Bergerac escapade Anyway I love Matt very much And he has a horrible freaking disease SCA8 So I don't want to talk about that disease too much but I want to bring attention to it and let you know that it's out there and it, it exists. And if you have a bunch of money to ask you kindly if you would donate to the research to obliterate this disease, spinocerebellar ataxia, and his version is eight. It is a slowly progressing Genetically inherited disease, mostly in males, it may not even be present in females. Um, It's very rare. I think one in 100,000 people have it, maybe. Or maybe even more rare than that. Anyway, it shows itself in people who are 30 and above, and that is exactly what happened to Matt. His disease did not show up until he was 33. He was a truck driver at that time. And the way he told me about it, he said, I knew something was wrong with me because I got out of my truck for my DOT break and there was a store that was across four lanes of traffic and the traffic slowed down, and I went to run across that those lanes, and I couldn't run. It was like my upper body wanted to go, but my lower body wouldn't go. And in fact, having trouble with your gait and control of your limbs is a large part of SCA 8. He inherited this disease from his father, who in fact, to correct what I said earlier, did seem to inherit it from his mother. So there is a woman that we know of that in this line that had this disease, but I think females getting it is very, very, very rare, and she had to have gotten it from her uh, patrilineal, Genetic Family Um, His father's name was Fred And Fred um, Started having the disease Probably When he was about 40 I'm going to guess His mother had it as well But her entire life They thought she had MS Because the symptoms Very much Mimic having multiple sclerosis. The reason I bring up Fred, uh, he divorced my sister when Matt was about three. um, And so he wasn't a favorite in my uh, immediate family. But Matt took his father, who abandoned him, back into his life when his SCA-8 disease got bad, quit his job and took care of this man who had abandoned him for two years before he passed away. I don't know many people who would have done that. But Matt. Matt did that. Matt, Maddie, Machu, these are all my little pet names for him. Matchy, Maddie. Back to the time when he was hanging out with me, when he was 13. One time, we were trying to get this girl that he was in love with, to go out with us after a basketball game. And I was his chauffeur, so of course I was part of this. This is a story that I haven't told many people, but I know it's Matt's favorite story, one of his favorite stories of our time together during that part of my life. We could not get that girl to go out, but we got a few other girls from the basketball team to go out. We went to a fairgrounds in my hometown. We, I bought some beer. Horrible. <laughs> we all do things that we regret, right? So I know now what a horrible thing that was to do. But these were teenagers and they wanted to drink. Matt had already been drinking. I'm not sure where he got his first taste of beer. It was probably me. But anyway, um, I did buy some beer and took these kids out to these fairgrounds to just have a fun time. I remember we were looking at horses. And the girls started throwing beer cans, not at the horses, but... Onto the ground And I was like, this is no good We need to not litter here We walked into the stables We're talking to the horses And all of a sudden A car, a truck Started pulling up And this is in the middle of the night And not during Fair season And they stop their truck And they go, hey Who's out there? because they saw our lights. We were using flashlights. And so we all giggled and jumped into my car and took off. I don't even think I turned the headlights on. Thankfully, I know this fairgrounds like the back of my hand. So I was whipping through the fairgrounds and this truck was chasing us. I wouldn't have been surprised if they would have pulled out a shotgun and shot at us. But they did not. But I was flooring it. And I was whipping around the corners and all these weird little alleyways I knew of the fairgrounds. And they were trying to follow us, but they were surprised by some of the turns that we made. And so I lost them. And I went flying out of the fairgrounds. You know, I'm talking about 80 miles an hour. and because we got away, everybody was giddy and full of adrenaline and screaming at the top of their lungs, Woo! You know. Drop the girls off. Drop Matt off. The next day, I go to work at this place where I am a reporter. And sometimes I had to cover the town um, where the fairgrounds was, which was also the town where the basketball team was. Um, on news events And my boss that day The next day said There Has been an uptick In DUIs In this vicinity I want you to go talk To the state highway patrol Of X And get some statistics My jaw almost dropped on the ground But I'm going to have, and I was afraid that maybe my license plate had been cut by these people that were chasing us and that they had already put out a bolo for us, (laughs) told the police to put out a bolo. Anyway, I was scared to death, but that was my assignment for the day. I remember I parked about a mile away from the police station and walked there to get that information. Still shaking in my boots. Did the story. Nothing ever happened. It was one of those childish pranks you get away with. Now, I was not a child. (laughs) But I have been told, because of events from my youth, like the great disaster of the suicide, that I did have some emotional immaturity. One psychiatrist told me one time that I was about 10 years latent in emotional development. So it made me kind of a kid. Matt loves to bring up that story about how fun it was that we did that and we got away. And I guess it was fun. This is the kid that used to watch... Orgy of the Dead with me. And we would laugh and laugh and we had in-jokes. We would see each other. I would pick him up for the city council meetings and he would say, more gold, more gold, which is an in-joke if you know Orgy of the Dead. And we talked about having a movie production studio one day. We called it Lee Franham Productions which is the first syllable of all of my names. Now, I thought I might take that pseudonym on as an actor, if I ever made it as an actor. I have been in a couple of things. I think I've mentioned that. If not, that will be a another podcast to, to enjoy. Spinos... Sarah Beller attacks attacking my Maddie. He walks with a walker now. But he is upbeat. One of my favorite memories is helping him. Helping him walk down Hollywood Boulevard when I took him there for a vacation. I loved holding his hand and helping him steady himself when that was when he was walking with a cane i remember we were going towards a tour bus company and a bird fell out of a tree right in front of us and i couldn't believe it and i love birds and i got really close to the bird and the bird breathed its last breath right into my face (sighs) i swear to god that's true matt was there he could tell you i ended up with the avian flu Thank God Matt didn't get sick. I was not saddened when I heard that Fred had this disease. He had abandoned my sister, he had abandoned my nephews and niece. There was a time when I liked Fred a little bit. He was very young when he eloped with my sister, I was a kid. He taught me how to do a jump shot way before I even got onto a regular court to play basketball. He seemed pretty cool, but I really didn't like what he did, especially to Matt. Matt told me the story of his father's demise it's harrowing. They were watching college football. And this is the scene. A son and a father. And this son is taking care of this father every single day. Every need Fred needed Matt, Matt would do. No regard. No uh, lingering hatred or wanting to get revenge. He was helping this man do clean himself and take care of personal needs. They're sitting there watching college football and Matt said he ate some ramen noodles and then he wasn't responding. Matt was saying, how about this play? How about that play? Nothing from Fred. And then he looked at him and he heard wheezing. And he said, I freaked out, Lisa. I didn't know what to do. I called 911 and I said, I don't know what to do. But my father's having trouble breathing. They came. They admitted him into a kind of like a a hospice retirement Slash retirement place From what I understand Matt said he was there in the room with him And he could still hear The fluttering of some ramen in his throat And he said to the nurse Will you please Get that Out of his throat So he can breathe And he said The nurse got it out Somehow they got that Aspirated material out of Fred's windpipe And Matt said, I went over to him and he was breathing more easily. And I said, it's okay, man. It's okay. You can go. And he went. That's the kind of man my Matt is. If I had money, I would do everything in my power to try to get this disease wiped off the face of the earth. He is a tall, beautiful, flawed, wonderfully caring man. And now he has someone in his life He had a wife who divorced him when things got difficult because of his disease. And now a woman has come into his life who is there to take care of him. And I am so thankful. I hope These stories of error and play and love and and integrity remind you of someone in your life. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep thinking.
0: She's got no lessons planned for me. She's a professor forever. Professor forever.